Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of On This Podcast, the premier podcast of the premier improv team at Kansas State University, On The Spot. Don't fucking laugh at me in this Zoom call. (laughs) I'm your host, IG, uh, Zach, and I've got a couple of wonderful spotties with me this week. Uh, If you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Joe Dodderweck. I'm Jacob. I'm Garrett Gunnerson. And I'm Lorna. (laughs) We're all friends. Yes. Good friends who do improv. And maybe a little bit more. (laughs) Sideways eye emoji. (laughs) Ah, Well, um, okay, so Garrett, since it's your first time, we have a little bit of a, I guess it's a tradition now, but it's just whenever we have a new member of the team, uh, or at least not a new member, but just someone who hasn't been on the podcast yet, we just kind of like to ask them what they've been doing uh, Mm -hmm. in this quarantine time and over summer since, you know, People haven't seen us since March. So, uh, Garrett, what, what have you been doing since last the, the people saw you? Um, uh, hating online school. That was the first chunk of my quarantine. Just full of loathing. Um, but, hey, that was over with. Um, I think the main part that I hated about it was that I was at my house, uh, not in Manhattan, when that was happening. So I feel like if we go back, whatever, we can have that conversation later. Never, hopefully, because it's happened 500 times already. Um, I started uh, helping my dad with one of the venture. Uh, so we've been farming a little bit. Uh, so that's been fun. I actually, like three or four of my summer plans got canceled, just like everyone else. So the thing I landed on was um, being a nanny. Woo, very fun, very exciting for twins they're they're fun they're exciting uh some days i just get to play disc golf with them and like play a ton of card games oh so they're like older older kids they're sixth grade yeah the best grade yeah you know garrett it's kind of funny uh the last time anyone saw you on campus was the show that we hosted of course the show that all chose we we end we we were just too good. They had to shut everything down. Mm-hmm. You guys wore suits, yeah. if you remember. Yeah. <laughs> you both wore very nice suits. And I, I remember I was just in sweatpants and a t-shirt. And I was like, damn, one of our finest moments. My, I'm underdressed. When we did the um, PowerPoint about Topeka, um, oh. one of my good <laughs> friends was sitting in the front row. And she's from Topeka. And I was just like, oh, yes. <laughs> this is gonna be good and so, so every now and then i'll text her and be like how's toby <laughs> i was so happy that i got to do a powerpoint presentation before all this happened because that was like my favorite <laughs> thing to watch before i was on the team i love Dude. powerpoint presentation man i i swear if i'm going to try to do that every single time i host just because that's my favorite game because it's stupid it takes probably too much time but i thoroughly enjoy it and if i'm gonna host sorry everyone this is what we're doing <laughs> i mean every time, every time i host i will do superheroes and i will be in it sorry that's just how it goes <laughs> <laughs> how many times have we did we do superheroes this year no one ever wants to do it they don't like it i thought we did it didn't we do it one time in the show we yeah. did it practice i remember um i could have sworn we did it in a show well the first time we did it last year in a show um it didn't 
go very well because we'd only practiced it once. And so I think the rest of us are just kind of like, oh, we're scared of it now. <laughs> People need to not be scared, cowards. <laughs> yeah, boo. Boo. Yeah, okay. boo. If you guys, if you ever watch our shows and you can't tell that sometimes we're terrified to play games or that we have never played the game because that's happened um i guess props to us i don't i don't know hey or maybe just the rest of the show is just maybe the rest of the show just isn't like comparatively better than something we haven't practiced <laughs> we're just not good enough to make our bad seem bad the, I don't know. The game that I played with Emily, where it was like, you two go back and have headphones in and just watch completely blind, that haunted me for like weeks. I Garrett was so... and I played that a lot in high school, huh, Garrett? Yeah. yeah I was yeah. so embarrassed by that because I forgot the like, hand gesture that ended it, which was like that, and neither of us did it, and so we were just like, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> we're no, done. I think it was... I think it was the fact that, like, uh, at the very end, because I remember Nate and I were the two people that were on before you guys, and okay. there was a whole bit where, like, we found a gun, and Nate <laughs> mined it, and that was the thing that you guys missed, and I could tell you guys, like, oh, both yeah. forgot it, and I was just like, this is pretty important to the scene that we just find a loaded gun. <laughs> oh. Oh, casual, like. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, here's a gun. Here's a gun, guys. Great improv. Let's we need bring more guns weapon. improv. The Michael Scott improv book. Yeah, exactly. Normalize guns and improv, guys. <laughs> yeah. My, one of my favorite scenes was where it was a, a movie, and it was supposed to be like an epic gun battle or something, but instead one of the characters just like kept on shooting the other one, and they just didn't even have a chance. It was just like, bang, 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 nonstop. Oof. <laughs> it was very fun. I cracked up. I know, I think people have talked about it on the podcast before, but my favorite scene involving a firearm will always be Jesse and Ashlyn being secret agents at Hogwarts, <laughs> where Jesse is just like, I'm a muggle, and someone's like, what's your, like, are you a wizard? He's like, no, I just have a gun. <laughs> and then never does anything with it, just carries no. it around until the very last scene of the long form. He doesn't, like, he always has it, like, he pantomimed it every scene he was in, and then in the very last <laughs> scene, he's just like, I still have this gun. You're right, because everyone else, like, I'm pretty sure Ashlyn had, like, you know, like, lost her gun along the way, even, like, accidentally, because it was, yeah. like, 20 minutes. And he... I'm pretty sure they were, like, everyone was on stage for the last scene, and I don't even think Ashlyn was the same character, and Jesse just hadn't said anything, and then halfway through the scene, he's like, no, I'm that character. Yeah, I have a gun. Honestly, Jesse and Ashlyn are such an iconic long-form duo. Do you remember their, like, slowing down the train scene? <laughs> I will never forget that. They were trying to slow down a train and they kept going, if we add more weight to the train, it'll slow down. And so they were like pulling pine trees into the train. Just like tearing up their arms, trying to like grab branches from trees on a train that's going like 90 miles an hour. My favorite part, and it's making me crack up just thinking about it, is as soon as Ashlyn stopped grabbing trees, she just started throwing up. I had to leave the room for so long. I remember that. I like, God, I like cried laughing and I don't know why. Like thinking about it, it was so funny, but I can't put my finger on why. I remember when we were in um, 
when we were in <laughs> for commotion, um, we were doing our our set, and these huge like I don't even remember what they were, but there were these people moving like tables, like what seemed to be like a hundred of them, right through the middle of the room where we were performing, and we all just went, ah yes, the train is here, and then Kaylee just started running around the room yeah like just like pulling like honk honk train and it was one of the funniest things because then in the next scene it was like me and someone else but we pretended to be the rich on the train we were like oh oh, oh, the poor aren't on the train and we were just like acting like elites and it was one of the funniest things because of tables moving through we're the elite improv group at kansas state university so yeah. Haha. <laughs> you can take that to the bank. <laughs> Whatever that means. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. You, you know what's actually weird? The bank by my house is straight up closed down. You cannot go in. Hmm. Because like because a, of COVID. Because of COVID. Is it like one of those bigger banks that has like the things on the outside that you can like get stuff out of? Or is yeah, it no, it's got down? like it's got like ATMs and stuff, but okay. like my neighbor had to get something out of their safety deposit box in the bank. And they went to the bank, and the bank, there's nobody there. And they're like, we're not going to open for a long time. And they're just like, excuse me, no, 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 no. We need to uh, get some personal documents to start working. Yeah. And your silly bank is not open, like, at all. I was going to say, because, like, my mom's bank, like, you have to, like, go through the drive-thru before you can come in so that they can determine, like, whether you should come in or not. But, like, you can go in. There's people in there. <laughs> no, it's no, not my, a soul. At, like, the bank that's near my house, you have to call ahead, and then they, like, check your temperature when you come in. Yeah, which all of that is perfectly valid. But, like, yeah. I mean, even if you had to call and be like, hey, can we come and get it in a day? Can you meet us there, please? <laughs> you know, like, oh, but please, right now, I need my stuff. I need a job, please. <laughs> please speaking of jobs this is more of like a just getting some frustration out for me um so uh this summer like to supplement the other like i i have like a remote job that i do for k-state but to supplement that i've been working for my dad and doing like some construction stuff but uh i don't know if you guys have been seeing it but it's been raining like a lot today and like it's been just kind of like hot and humid and just hard to work outdoors but today we were supposed to pour concrete and we didn't get to do that and so now like basically every day that it like rains like it's not impossible to do but it's very difficult to do it because we have to pour it in like very specific molds for a foundation on a house Mm -hmm. and like i'm probably just going to be out of like a week's work because of this fucking rain yeah because it's supposed to rain the next like three days yeah and then like i leave at the end of the week to go out of town so i'm not going to be able to work where are you going I am actually going uh, backpacking with a friend that just graduated high school. It's like his graduation like celebration present from me. Are you guys gonna kiss? Maybe. Oh. Ooh. No. Uh, no, he's he's very straight. <laughs> so tragic. I respect people's boundaries, Jacob Casey. Yeah, consent, my boy. It's a bro kiss. Uh, a bro kiss. I've done many of those, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, we're going up to. We're going to stay in Estes Park for like two days and then there's uh, a couple trails in Rocky Mountain National Park that we're thinking about doing. But it's also supposed to rain like all week in Estes. So 
we might end up just staying in a hotel. <laughs> Oof. That's <laughs> tragic. Yeah, after our last backpacking experience, Garrett, I'm terrified of rain. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. I feel <laughs> like you you only ever see like ridiculous thunderstorms like once a year, not like four times in two days. <laughs> where you're just like, oh, that's a casual thunderstorm. Surely it can't last that long. Wake up like six hours later. Oh, my hammock is half full of water and there's three inches of water on the ground. What the heck? <laughs> At least you got to sleep, dude. I literally was just sitting there. I'm just like, I'm not sleeping tonight. And it was like, it started like, I, I remember I got out of my hammock to go pee and then I sat back in it and I heard the rain start. And I was like, oh, surely this will pass. It didn't pass for 13 hours. <laughs> it that just picture rained. of you looking disgruntled in your hammock is, I, I think... I was so defeated. It belongs in the Nelson Atkins. <laughs> like, it's so good. That is, like, just the word tragedy in a picture. You look like a disgruntled um, butterfly coming out of its cocoon. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <"Yuck." laughs> I can't believe the world has done this to me. Dude, we were playing, like, flashlight tag in the middle of the night, trying to see if everyone else was still alive. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I remember, like, the oh. rain was coming down. I was just, like, I felt my hammock get wet, and, like, I like I thought the water had risen yeah. up to my hammock, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> everyone in the tents are dead. It's just oh, the hammock, God. boys. I did buy a hammock cover, though, because I am done with that crap. Yeah, I bought a, I brought a, first of all, I bought a waterproof hammock that actually, like, has a zip thing that you can put over yourself, and then I bought a hammock cover as well. (laughs) We have learned. We have learned from the many hours of not sleeping and just being wet in the wilderness. Tragic. Wet in the wilderness. There's nothing more tragic than that. It's like Naked and Afraid, but that's the new game show. You're just constantly <laughs> wet somewhere in the desert. The, the only rule is you must keep all of the layers of clothing on. You, <laughs> you just have to be soggy. Oh, God. Soggy and afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I bought a fun hat for gardening, but it's also for adventuring, and it actually has, like, one of those little drawstring things. <laughs> I've never owned a hat with a drawstring before, but I do now, and it's very wide, and you can button it up so it looks kind of like a cowboy hat, or like an outback hat. Like like, a crocodile Dundee hat? Yeah, exactly. That was awesome. I I love how you're like, I bought this hat for gardening, but it is also for adventuring. (laughs) Well, because when we went went kayaking, um, I wore like a bucket hat to keep the sun off of my face and first of all it didn't work because I forgot that it only really shades down to my nose and so my whole mm. bottom half of my face was sunburned and also it kept blowing off of my head and I would have to grab Ooh. it because <laughs> the wind was strong. Ugh. Especially when we were out on the actual lake which we weren't supposed to do and then we oh, yeah. got it was a mess. <laughs> it was bad. Have you guys heard about that? How they got stuck on the lake when we went out to uh, kayak for like Evan's going away thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Owen were on like a paddleboard thing and we went, oh, this is very like, well, like it was like a big surfboard and you just kind of mm-hmm. sat on it. And so like you honestly couldn't tip it over. Like it was, it was very mm-hmm. stable. And so we went, oh, you know, like, they didn't tell us we couldn't go out on the lake, like, past the harbor. They just told us we sh- probably shouldn't. And so we went out on the lake past the harbor. We were fine. We were just chilling. 
um, but we had drifted so that like nobody could see us. And so Evan and Jacob being very sweet and very concerned for us, went to go check on us in their kayak, their two person kayak that they were in. And then they got caught in the current too, but they kept tipping over it and kayak kept filling with water. And so, and so eventually we had to get a motorboat to rescue them because Nate was in the one person kayak and he kept trying to like bump them back to safety. <laughs> But I just alas, remember they had, like, to get, they had to get a boat to tow them. The thing so was bad. like after the four of you had like gone, like Nate and I were in the canoe and we kind of pedaled out a little bit, just paddled out a little bit just to see if we could see you guys, and we just couldn't see you. But then after a second, we were just like, we're gonna get swept out, and then we immediately went back. And then yeah. Nate and I mean, all of us were wearing like life jackets, so like there wasn't yeah. like real like present danger, but like because you guys it were was also still getting, not great. You guys were just getting pushed, like, down the coast, right? Like, you were still, like, on the shore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, none of us were in any actual danger, but, like, you know, it's cause for for concern, you know, when you can't see your friends. (laughs) Yeah, me and Evan went out to go see him, and as soon as we, like, left, like, the barrier, we saw him, and Evan's like, should we go to them or should we go back? I'm like, we should go back because these ways are strong, but it was too late at that point. We had already started drifting away. And it was current, just really, really sad from there on. The current was a lot stronger than we thought it was. Yeah. And it was took that us on like, puddle? Yeah, yeah, it, it took us like puddle? 40 yeah. whole minutes to rectify the whole. Because like Owen and Evan were like swimming and trying to pull the sinking kayak. And, like, and it was like getting was, so waterlogged and full of water that it was just getting heavy. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. But it was funny after the fact. <laughs> it was very stressful during it, probably. Yes. We're gonna lose yeah, a darn kayak. Also, why are kayaks like seven hundred dollars or something silly? It's because they know you'll pay for it. Like They're a big all chunk of, those, of plastic. Like, personal watercraft things. Like I bet you could make those out of milk jugs. Like I'm just you can. milk jugs and a lot of hot glue. <laughs> No, you got the, a kayak, one, baby. the one Flex Seal guy has like, a fucking fleet of boats that he's just made out of Flex Seal. So. You're right. No, all you need <laughs> is like you need like four two by fours or something, and Flex Seal it. Like maybe some Saran wrap and then Flex Seal that. If you can just like honestly, you could just like if you could paper mache the mold and then just use Flex Seal or like Flex Putty on the outside of it and just have that like be the mold for it. That would be fine. You could just build a boat out of that. But imagine how tacky it would look. No chicks for you. Uh, I think they You're would respect... you a very specific kind. <laughs> I feel you like just... people would respect the ingenuity over the look. You need to make yeah. like a big a big, like U-shape square of um, milk jugs and then saran wrap those and then flex seal over it. Mm. So it's like the a most raft. secure homemade boat. <laughs> if I was stranded on a desert island, I would take... <laughs> Cancel As someone who has played all of Sims 2 cast away, Lorna, I think I'm the expert here, okay? As someone who has seen the movie cast away, I think I'm the expert here, actually. Thank you. I went up to Heritage the other night um, to hang with some friends, socially distanced, of course. And as I was driving in, I saw this lady on the ca- on this kayak, and she was just absolutely booking it. Like someone was... Tr- 
just going crazy, making a huge splash around her and just zooming across the lake at like pretty considerable speed as if like the, the heritage lake monster was chasing her and she just had to get away. Hey, that heritage, heritage lake monster, monster is pretty scary. Yeah. Oh no, I respect it, but... Harry, the Lock Heritage Monster. So, lock? Is Lock just a silly way to say lake? It's, Am uh, I uninformed? It's Scottish for lake, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how we refer to other yeah. languages here. A silly way to say. Wait, yeah, so it's like how the Sahara Desert is desert desert? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like, there's a song called Loch Lomond, too. And, well, there's also a lake called Loch Lomond in um, Scotland. Yeah, it just means lake. Right. And also, fun fact, the word Ben means mountain. Ben? Ben. B-E-N. Yeah. Like Ben Tricky. Yeah. He is Mountain Tricky the Mount Third. Mountain Tricky, yeah, Mount exactly. Mountain Tricky the Third. Is that yeah. why he's so tall? Yes, exactly. Um... <laughs> But like, if you listen to the song Loch Lomond, one of the lyrics is, um, uh, on the steep, steep sides of Ben Lomond. And it's literally just Mount, Mount Lomond and Lake Lomond. That makes sense. And I love it. I feel like they would hang out together. The mm-hmm. names give it away. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I feel like they would hang out together. It's like people who have the same first names hang out together sometimes. Like, I, I know at least, like, one... Actually, no, I don't like the other Zach that I know. Zach St. Clair? Oh, no, actually, no, never mind. He's cool, but he's not I'm here like, right now. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> the trippiest thing that's happened to me in a while is that my friends started showing me um, the show The Gifted, which is kind of, like, X-Men adjacent. Yeah. Because we were on an X-Men binge this weekend, and... Mm. One of the characters' names is Lorna, and I've never had that happen to me before. And, I, and so they were like, something, something, Lorna. And I was like, this is weird. I don't like it. <laughs> In Over the Garden Wall, there's a character named Lorna. Huh. Um, have, you seen, have you seen Over the Garden Wall? No. Oh, has anyone here seen it? I've heard of it, and I have seen advertisements. So oh. technically, on, yes. Like, is it on, like, a streaming service, or...? Um, it was a limited series on Cartoon Network a few years back. Oh, um, wait a minute. I Okay, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. But yeah, sorry. It's, I, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's like eight episodes. Each one is like 10 or 12 minutes long. And there's like Seven Deadly Sins references. There's like all these hints in the show and around and all things that tie together that you really have to watch it like three or four times to really understand it all. But this is a long-winded way of saying there's a character named Lorna. And <laughs> I thought it was kind of like an old name. And then I met you and I was like, hmm. Lord. It has Scottish origins, everyone, fun fact. <laughs> I was going to say, do you know Everyone like, listening to this podcast and everyone in the podcast right now, Garrett, Jacob, Lorna, and Zach, go watch Over the Garden Wall once this is done. It's okay. such a good show. Speaking of good shows, don't watch The Fosters. Oh, don't? Yes. What? I could have told you that. <laughs> do, you, do you not like The Fosters, Jacob? No. It lures you in by like, look, we have basically everything that you could ever want in a show. We have lesbian moms, interracial couples, gay, transgender teens, all these good things. And you're like, but 
What if all these characters at the same exact time went through cancer, divorces, cheating on each other, school shootings? Wouldn't that be fun? And you're like, no. Why don't we focus on the characters instead of putting them through drama? I like that your initial pitch was like, hey, you like a good show? Not this then. (laughs) You like representation? Watch them go through horrible things. (laughs) Like, I I just remember um, one time I was on Twitter and I followed him and you're like, like big news for the foster fans and then i click on it and it's just like it's canceled and i'm like that is big news <laughs> it's canceled. somebody just wrecked them <laughs> like, i love the right. idea of just like a fucking email with the header that's just foster fans big news and then just did tiny ass italics it's canceled <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of um uh have any of you played breath of the wild it's it's um a Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. There's this character called Rivali in it, and he is just like your class, like your class a hole. He's just like full of himself. He hates you. Well, like he dies like before the game even begins. So like you already know he's dead, and you see the flashbacks. And um, I saw a post on Tumblr. Where it's like the only good things about Rivali is his power up, and he's dead. And I I felt that. <laughs> The power-up and the fact that he is already dead. <laughs> Weird hill to die on, but at least you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To die on, but at least you're actually dead. Oh, God. Yeah, I wish I could play Breath of the Wild, but... Mm, that Switch, though, she's expensive. <laughs> but they came out with a Switch Lite. Yeah, Only but, like, like, if I can't play it on really... a TV with my friends, then... Mm, who needs the wilds is single player i think it's only... it is yeah i feel so bad for one of my friends he wanted mm-hmm. to go find a switch yesterday and he he looked up where they are online and it said there was one in a store an hour and 45 minutes away oh and he drove so didn't he he drove to it oh. and it wasn't there and then he called and he's like jacob it says there's another one in this other city another hour away. I'm like, I don't know, man. He's like, it's either that or spending a, an extra $150 on Amazon. So he went, and it wasn't there either. God. And I just wanted, I'm like, I'm so sorry, babe. You deserve so much better. Oh, no. I just want to play, I just want to play Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay, I what just... is the big thing with Animal Crossing? I don't get it. It's so delightful. Okay. I used to have it on my DS. And it was so good, and I want to play the updated version of it. I, Joe, I haven't played this. I haven't played this Animal Crossing. I've played like older renditions, but like it's not just Animal Crossing. It's like this type of game. Like I've recently, like I talked to Lorna about it last Monday. Um, at the beginning of the summer, I bought a game called Stardew Valley, which is like Animal Crossing, but like just more complex and there's more to mm-hmm. do. And I think I've put like 150 hours into it this summer. It's just like very relaxing. It's very satisfying to play. It's just very tedious, like same stuff over and over again, but like you just make like small progress in it. It's just something like weird. It's kind of the same reason why people, I think, play a lot of like mobile games, but like a hyped up version of that. Like, you know how like some people get really into like Clash of Clans Mm -hmm. and how that's just like doing the same kind of stuff, like kind of over and over again, but it's just like you're built, you slowly see progress being built. It's like that, but on a bigger scale. And in my opinion, a much more entertaining and fulfilling scale. And also, you can be gay in it. You can be gay. I've been gay on two of my saves. Zach, if you like Story of Seasons and you 
not Story of Seasons, um, Stardew Valley, you need to play Story of Seasons. Or it used to be called Harvest Moon. It like basically played, it started all of that. It's like yeah. farming, marry people, have kids, and you're like, yes, that's what I want in life. Inherit yeah. Grandpa's farm. He's a ghost now. Congrats. Yeah. He comes yeah. back after year three. <laughs> at year three, and he's just like, your shit sucks. Grandpa judged my farm, and he only gave it two out of four stars. And I was like, fuck you, Grandpa. I was four. What? Yeah. Well, what? granted, my farm that is a mess. Me. My farm that is a mess. Me. I, there, it's not aesthetic at all because that's not how I play video games. Which maybe thinking about it, maybe it's good that I don't have Animal Crossing because that's the whole point of it. But I just have a big old field of crops and nothing else. Efficiency, <laughs> but only oh. virtual efficiency. My favorite type of efficiency. <laughs> exactly. I, I can wanna... be very efficient in a video game where it doesn't matter. In real life, not so much. I want to go back to Harvest Moon really quickly and talk about Harvest Moon DS because it's my favorite one of the series because most of them are like, oh, haha, like you're a farmer, you live in a like small town. There are like harvest sprites, which are like little little elves to like help you. In Harvest Moon DS, it's like, what if there's a huge like dark plot going on in the background? So like, That's what happens is like, all the strange stuff like happens like the harvest goddess is frozen but like the old mayor is there he's like he's a secretly a god and stuff and like you hear him talk about all this stuff if you activate the doghouse at a certain part of night like you activate a fight club where you fight all of the bachelor and bachelorettes like <laughs> you actually fight them there's a cave where like it's full of like evil like beetles cows and like clones of you and the mayor's just there somehow selling you like power-ups and my favorite thing is if you have like there's a certain festival where if you just sleep through it instead of going you will have a nightmare and one of them is where it's two of the bachelorettes and they're like why did you kill mom and she's like you know i had to and now i have to get rid of you too she's like sister don't and then you wake up and it makes no sense. They just put that in the game for no reason. One of the characters in Stardew Valley that you're able to like romance if you want, like legitimately like is depressed and has like an alcohol addiction. And I'm like, what the There's hell? There's also a part, no, hey. in one of his uh, heart events is literally him just like, I'm gonna jump and you're like near a cliff and you're just like, no fam. <laughs> I love Shane. I'm so glad that they made him mar like marriageable. He wasn't at first, and it made me so sad. He's such an asshole, but I befriended him out of spite, and then as I got to, like, <laughs> see more of his, like, storyline things, I was like, oh, I'm actually just befriending you now. You need a friend. Oh, honey. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny, though, because I had him at Max Friendship before they added him as a marriage candidate, and then <laughs> I updated the game. So all of his qualifications for the cutscenes were met, so it's like, I walked to one place, he's like, I'm so suicidal. And then you walk to his house, he's like, I threw up all over the place. And then you walk like to the next room, he's like, I have chickens and I'm better now on one day. <laughs> I love doing that, like, because you, the way you, like, build relationships with people is you, like, get, uh, you do certain actions with them. And then, like, that builds up points to, like, hearts with them. But if you build up a ton okay. at once, then it triggers all of their events at once. So, like, I, I know the same thing where, like, you're walking through, like, just random stuff or just, like, God, I hate my, or, like, I think I did one with, like, this character named Haley. She's just, like, God, I hate my sister. I hate this town. And then I got to the tent, like, the eight heart of it. And she was just, like, I actually like it here. I don't like, I don't hate my sister anymore. <laughs> like, wow, that lasted a long time. 
breaks the immersion the immersion a little bit, but just a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh god. Good old video games. My best friend in that game is a homeless man named Lim- Linus, and I love him so much. Linus is a king, and we stand kings. Oh god. I have full heart, like full hearts with him, but he's not dateable because he's an old man. <laughs> I think there's some. I feel like that needs to be an update. Yeah, honestly, on a date, Linus. No, I invited him to live at my house, and he was like, "You don't respect my lifestyle," and I was like, "I do. I promise. <laughs> I love you. Live your life the way you want. It's just it's winter and it's cold. Come into my house, please." <laughs> How dare you disrespect me like that? Yeah, no, he was like, I like it out here, and I've told you I like it out here. And I was like, I know, but it's cold. <laughs> I like how all the characters are so, like, real and stuff, and how, like, they're straight up just, like, a mom who, like, hates her life, and she's like, I wish I could take back time. I'm so unhappy here and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And she's just like, no, I am not. And then also at the same time, there's little, like, forest spirits oh, that there... want you to, like, bring them stuff, and they'll <laughs> fix the community center for you. Like, did oh, no one use this after it's fixed? <laughs> I was going to say, are there any happy people in these games? Oh, there's lots of happy people. Time, there's, like, there's just the homeless guy, there's five suicidal people, and the mom who hates her life. See, Wonderful I... game. I planted <laughs> some corn in their front yard, though. <laughs> wow. My hey, cows man. are all very happy. Hey, fam, sorry you, like, are really depressed, but uh, do you want to buy some apricots? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, who, food? who all is happy? Alex is not. Haley kind of isn't. Is Sebastian Emily? happy? He's happy. No, he's not. He wants to be a programmer and like leave the town. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, all of the That's marriage candidates like have like point. an arc. Like they yeah. all have arcs that you go through when you like date them. So you've um, dated everyone in the game? You can before you marry one. <laughs> yep. Sounds, sounds fun. Yeah. It's I. My, goal. my problem is I'm like. I've only played like one save of it so far and I spent all of my time trying to fulfill like the community center like bundles that you get to like achieve things that I didn't like talk to anyone (laughs) (laughs) which is mm, a little too real for me Um, but that means that I have all of the like goals that the game gives you like down and done but I also don't know anyone in the town (laughs) except for like two people. So I'm like, I, oh no! Like, like, who the crap is that person? They like rebuilt the entire town, but I have not talked to. No, them. I'm best friends with the homeless man, and I'm dating the like convenience store owner's daughter, and those are the <laughs> only people that I know. I am a, I love the Stardew Valley community. I was looking at mods, and on mods like some of the like NSFW ones just get mixed in, like on the pages, and I looked at one where it's like all the bachelors are naked and stuff. And I saw that comment, it's like, can you do this for the girls? And a reply by the crew was, no, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, a mood. (laughs) Oh, God. Apparently there's a mod that makes it so that the person I'm dating is, um, there's a wizard. Oh, yeah. Who just lives in the town. And it makes it so that um, he's her dad. And I'm like, oh. He is her dad already. He is her dad. Oh, right. You guys were talking to me about this last week. I forgot. Sorry, I'm very invested in my Stardew Valley 
theories. I love video games, man. They're so yeah. good. Yes. Yeah, I've I've been trying to find a game lately, um, because I need to just never try playing a mobile game ever in my life again, because they all just absolutely suck. Unless you're gonna play like I don't know, like like you said, like Clash of Clans or something. It's like I would say that's like a top tier mobile game that I have no desire to play because all the other ones are worst made and more you know microtransaction-y. Yeah. It's like, I, I find myself, if I play a game, I'll play it for like 10 minutes and say, oh, I get it. You're going to have me progress at a perfect level. No matter if I just play through the game, I'll progress at a perfect level to just be able to beat everything. And it'll never be a challenge. It'll never be fun. And it's just very sad. That's my, I hate mobile games and still try to play them rant. Okay. Yeah. You mean you don't like Rage Shadow Legends? Stop, 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 Joe. No. Surreal. stop it, I'll end the Zoom call. <laughs> All you have to do is mute me. You don't have to kick me out. Just when you thought you were safe, Ray Chattel Legend, are you tired of ca- cartoons? So are we. I've been watching so much YouTube, and those are the only ads I get. <laughs> Joe, you're unmuted now. I know, I wanted to stay muted out of spite, but All I right, just I'll, needed not to. I'll mute you again. <laughs> I'm muted him again. Yeah, I feel like that's less spite because you did to him now. Hang on, I gotta. It's being slow for me to. So you've taken away him. his motive. Come on, I gotta do it. Hang on, Joe. The universe. <laughs> oh no, Joe's just mute now. The button is not. Oh, are you just is staying it... unmuted out of spite? <laughs> so like he is not talking as well. Like so he's not even trying to say anything. Like he's just like aggressively nodding his head and shaking his head. Joe, you realize that this bit doesn't play very well because no one can see you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just muted himself again. This is, this is like the... This is like a, a silent bat. You know, the, for, an, for an improv game. So bat is where you turn off the lights and do improv. And then like a silent uh-huh. scene. <laughs> <laughs> What if we uploaded these to, like, a YouTube channel? I'm going to upload the entire Zoom call with no audio, and people just have to kind of guess what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb it. Well, they could listen to the podcast at the same time. I think it would be funnier if it was just quiet. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm legal to be drinking this then, so that's good. I was going to say, Lord has been drinking some schmalcohol, but really, it's just oh. a Mike's hard. It's a Mike's hard. It's not doing anything. It's <laughs> hardcore schmalcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The latest in casual drinking doesn't actually do anything to you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like water. But... Yeah. My mom was like, do you guys want to like a Mike's hard with dinner? And I was like, sure. <laughs> She's a regular mom. She's a cool mom. She's a cool mom. Well, she offered it to me because I'm legal. She did not offer it to my brother because he's not. Responsibility. Pass it on. Yes. Yes. It's like wearing a mask. Yeah. Don't pass it on. Keep (laughs) Keep that shit to yourself. (laughs) Don't be handing those around. Oh, goodness. if, If everyone here... Um, if you had like one choice left to make in your entire life, what would you choose? Like right now? Oh, or you, like- have to, you have to make a choice, like a life decision. 
what would your one life decision be? You everything else you don't get to decide anymore. I'd choose to be happy. Hey, there you go. Fuck, Joe. Now you're going to make my answer okay. sound stupid. <laughs> that was a okay, genuine and good. nice answer. I was just going to say, I want to make sure that I can always like choose when to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way that that got interpreted. <laughs> oh, God. You I would, if we, were, if we were not in the um, domain of Miss Rona right now, I would choose to get on a plane and go anywhere. Mm. What if you it don't was have a choice right? over the plane goes? I don't have a choice over the plane goes. It can take me wherever. You're just you get gonna get on a plane, plane. <laughs> and they they just like pull out and pull back in, and oh, they're just like, hell yeah! <laughs> I never get to choose anything again in my life. <laughs> Travel. <laughs> what would you choose, Garrett? Well, um, you can't say the shit thing. That was already mine. <laughs> okay, well. Either. You know, you knew that that's what I was going to choose. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, so, happiness is off the it. table for you, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would like to uh, choose what volume I listen to things at. That's much I think that would be answer. nice. Nice. What about you, Jacob? You know. Uh-uh. Um, I would like to, I don't know, Choose my tone with my responses. Ooh, that's a good oh. one too. Like that's that a hard idea. thing to control, baby. Every you see, every single answer just realizes, like it just like realizes what you've left yourself open to, like how much ridiculous <laughs> crap you've left yourself like, open to. Like me responding to something very intelligently while just pooping myself. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you guys are all fools. At least I can choose when to close my ass. <laughs> Always lose, 24-7. I just never poop again. <laughs> Out of choice. I will uh, throw back. Throw back? <laughs> Do any of you guys have TikTok? No. No. There's, no. A, there's a trend right now where you're like, your like point of view you live in a episode game where like you make choices but all the good choices cause diamonds <laughs> like you oh, yeah. zero diamonds it's like wake up or commit tax fraud <laughs> but you don't have no diamonds to wake up <laughs> commit tax fraud that's awesome oh my oh, god, god. <laughs> i have not seen a single one of those but just that person is super funny to me awesome <laughs> the only TikTok trend that I know of is um, a like an audio clip from another limited limited series TV show, but it was based off of a podcast that I listened to called My Brother, My Brother and Me, and it was their TV show, and basically it's just like a drum roll, and then it just, I'm very uncomfortable with the energy we've created in the studio today, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I know that audio clip. But I don't understand the meme, and that's how you know that I'm old now. My, my TikTok, 20 years of age, I'm a geriatric. My TikTok is full of just people just completely roasting and making fun of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, no. <laughs> so no, I've seen that. No, I've seen all of those. They're so They're good. using 
They're using the demos from Hamilton where he's seeing it all. <laughs> it's awful. And they keep on posting pictures of him like biting his lips and stuff, trying to be well, flirty. There's one where it's just like it's him biting his lip, and then the like audio is just from this like other video where he's just like, get on Discord, kitten. Daddy wants to play. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. It's so bad, but it's such a good meme. Yeah, it's like the, okay, the cake meme thing. Okay, oh, I, I have, I did not, un- I didn't know it was, you know, cause like sometimes there's like, you know, meme waves and you don't know that you've encountered a meme wave. And so I didn't understand what it was, but it was, it was, I don't know if you're familiar with the Are You Winning, Son? It's like yeah, the crappily yeah. drawn figure dad who like opens the door his son's like playing video games where he's like are you winning son but it's just said are you cake son <laughs> and i didn't know i didn't connect it with the videos of the cake i'm just like i don't know what this is but it feels like just absolute ridiculousness and i like it the first one of that meme that i encountered was just um it was the astronaut meme where he's like, yeah, it's been cake been. this whole time. It's like, it's, it's been cake. It's like, it has been this whole time. And the other <laughs> astronaut is about to shoot him. Yeah. And I, I was like, what? That. what does this mean? <laughs> it was just shitposty enough that I was like, yeah. oh, it's just weird. And then it was like, I kept seeing cake memes. And I was like, what's, in- what's happening? My introduction to the cake memes was this video where is this guy's arm and he just took a knife and just slammed it down on it and I, I audibly like screamed in my room and my mom came in and was like what is wrong and then I looked at the video and it was just cake and I was like what and my mom watched it and she was like what that's what cake wants you to think I saw this one thing where it's like the choice is you, yours it's like holds out a red pill and a blue pill it's like red, like you say here in Wonderland. It shows like someone cutting up eggs in your cake. It's like, or blue, like you choose to live in like, I don't know, like idiocracy forever. And it shows the exact same eggs and you're cutting them, but they're real this time. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it was really funny to me. I saw this oh one TikTok of a guy where he basically like he just he's watching one of the like cake meme videos and then he like slowly just starts looking around his room and like throughout the video like the audio gets more and more just like distorted but it's him just slowly like grabbing things and just like mushing them in <laughs> yeah. his hand and they just turn into cake and then he grabs his own ass and just <laughs> it and pulls it back and it's just re- it's just red velvet cake with red frosting <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the end of it is just like a shaky cam him screaming <laughs> Did I did I send you guys the video of that of the cat running up the stairs? But it's like face boosted. (laughs) (laughs) And then the the other cat behind it like starts yowling and the camera starts shaking. Then the video ends. I have to I'll have to I'll have to send that to you. Play the Um, audio just for just for the just for the listeners. Oh yeah, here. Well I'll have to find it. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) It'll make no sense. But. Real talk, yeah. nothing makes me want to end a relationship faster than like me talking up this one meme and showing it to someone and they just go, huh. I'm like, okay. oh, okay, you're too good for me. Goodbye. Here we go. I have it. I have it. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. So it's a gray cat with a white patch. 
Lorna said that to me. I'll post it on the Twitter. It startled me so much the first time I heard it. Oh, God. One of my favorite, like, trends for cats is where you put sticky notes on their paws, and they just, like, flip out, and they don't know what to do. I want to try it with my brother's cats, but he won't let me. Um, Tragic. Don't tell him. Mental abuse of your cats. I mean... One of his cats is incredibly fat, just like a unit. And I want to see what he'd do. I don't know if he'd just plop over or what. We love chunky cats. Some would say we stand. Always. My, my good friend's got a dog, and I went and met the dog this weekend. Um, cause they, they're like the, the one person outside of my family that I go and see during the Rona. Um, and their dog is, is lovely. She's great. Um, but she also weighs like 50 pounds <laughs> and she's a pit bull mix. So she's sturdy <laughs> and she has no qualms whatsoever about if she wants to see out the window, which is behind their couch. She will just jump into you, like just jump onto you and over you. And mm, I was seriously injured so many times just from like, oh, oh God, she's a chunky dog. And she needs to gain weight too, which is the wild thing. They just adopted her and they're like, oh yeah, she needs to gain a a few pounds. And I'm like, she's heavy as fuck. (laughs) What are you talking about? Okay, since we're on the topic of chunky dogs, this is another frustration of me, just frustration I have that I'm getting out. It has to do with my dog. Uh, so this morning, uh, my dog's very smart, uh, and you'll be able to tell by the end of the story. So basically, um, in the morning, like, I get up around, like, 7, and I go downstairs and, like, make breakfast, and then I start my shift for, like, working remotely for my uh, job at K-State. And usually, like, I'll let my dog out and, like, she'll go to the bathroom and then I'll just have her, like, chill in a room by herself until I get done. But this morning, my sister got up and, like, went for a run before it started raining. And then she fed my dog. And my dog, like, once my dog has been fed, she knows that, like, she doesn't go over by her uh, food bowl or something until the evening. But this morning... She basically put two and two together. I came downstairs, didn't know my sister had fed her, and she just sat over there and just whimpered. And I was like, oh, no one's fed you. And then she ate. And then my sister, like, as I was, like, as she was eating, my sister told me, like, oh, I fed her already. And then I went to take it away from her. And she, like, growled and barked at me. <laughs> and I, I was like, this. I was like, girl, it, it, I, nothing bad is happening to you. <laughs> this is a fair transaction. You've already eaten. <laughs> Okay, that's like that's like saying like, hey mom, like you know like, you like you feel like not allowed. You only play like an hour of video games a day. You play like an hour of video games, and you're like, hey, can I play again? She's like, sure. And then like five minutes in, she comes in and just like rips the cord out of the TV. She's like, no, <laughs> you're praying. <laughs> like, well, that's like if if like one of your parents wasn't home. And one parent was like, okay, we can have dessert and gave you pudding or whatever. And then the other parent got home and you were like, can we have dessert now? (laughs) And then they tried to steal the pudding from you. That was your pudding rightfully tricked into. I was going to say, I earned that. 
Yeah, I, I earned that by that. fooling my parents. Through deception. Yes. Deception is hard work, and we should earn our pay. Indeed. Stealing and deception is an honest living. <laughs> you can't yes. prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, I would... Maybe maybe stealing from your family is the lesson we've learned. Yeah. 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 Steal specifically from your family. your family. Steal from your family and there's nothing wrong with it. Specifically pudding cups. Steal pudding yeah. cups from your family and don't let them take Food. them back. Guys, pudding is so much cheaper than I imagined it would be. I thought it was like really expensive, but it's like super cheap. It's really... The lies our parents tell us. One of their lies is the council told them. <laughs> The bourgeoisie have lost control of the pudding. The pudding. <laughs> the pudding. Baron. It's now accessible to the masses. That's what they use to fuel the birds. <laughs> it's just fucking we, we spent a whole lot of time in my intro sociology class talking about like Karl Marx and everything. Um, and then I saw this meme uh, where it was like, do you... Is there that one class that you just hate, that you hate so much that you just can't stand that class? And the comment below was the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie. I saw it be like that where all the comments were like either like they were all just variations on the middle class. It was like upper middle, lower middle, middle middle. <laughs> I saw, I think I saw, like, a variation of that same post that just had, like, the dash line and then just Karl Marx underneath, like, <laughs> Karl Marx and said it. I, um, one of my favorite picture, pictures from the internet is, like, it's, like, a stock image of, like, two teens taking a test and one is cheating off of the other. And a one do- taking their test is Dolly Parton and she's writing 9 to 5. And then a one cheating off of her is Karl Marx writing <laughs> a communist manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. it's true that song is a bop it truly is <laughs> I, one of my favorite things is just like the oration of memes and in my <laughs> dreams I, I, for the future I, I think about uh, the long standing oral tradition of reciting memes. Like, reciting memes to each other? <laughs> like, your grandkids are like gathered around you. You're just like, listen here, One day there, there was this one where, okay, use your imagination. There was a dog, right? <laughs> I was like, you know, just like, you're just like describing things. Grandpa, like, this is our only solace in this nuclear wasteland. Please <laughs> tell us about the memes. The Greek, the the great Greek orators of the past would be so proud to learn that the tradition of orally telling humorous stories has been passed down this far. Homer looks yeah. down and he's like, "Oh, this is great. <laughs> These are some solid. This is solid material." I, I, the best part about it too is like, if you only knew like. None of these videos have names, or like the memes don't really have names. Like, it's readily available. You can find it. It's out there. But you can't look it up. Gone. You see the door, but you need the key. Yeah, exactly. So many times I've tried to look up a meme, but instead, like, it's just a meme already in like other people's templates and stuff and other people's jokes. It's like, no, I just want the picture, not your joke. (laughs) <laughs> Give me the picture. 
see, I, that's, that's one of the weirdest things. Like you ever, have you ever, you've never felt more like a dumbass than trying to like type up, describe a meme into Google or something. Like, you just like never felt more just like an absolute idiot than trying to be like, okay, uh, small child runs with knife. Um, hey, no, 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 that's not it. Like, like a couple days ago, I was looking, uh, I don't remember what it was. I was on iFunny and I saw a meme and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then the next day I was like, oh, I want to look this up so I can show somebody. And it's that meme of the cat that's face is just drenched in nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah. And yep. I was just like, how the fuck do I find this? And so I was just going to Google and I just said cat nacho cheese and nothing came up. I was like, cat face nacho cheese. <laughs> it's a, just that's in my search history. I, I think I can one-up you just one, though, Garrett, because what makes me feel even dumber is trying to remember the name of a book that I read, like, five years ago, and I don't remember anything about it, so I'm like, book with blue cover, I can fly. Like, oh no, I remember it was good, but I don't remember anything about it. Good book with blue cover. <laughs> I remember in fourth grade, my librarian asked all the students what kind of books we wanted in the library. And I told you, I'm like, I want books to like start off like kind of boring, but like as you read them, they get really good. And she's like, that's not an actual type of book. I said, yes, they are. I've read them. Also, so like books in <laughs> this is the genre of book. It's called delayed satisfaction. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So we start off. We have them write just a normal. We take, you know, like a normal, really good book. They write a great story. And then we have somebody else write the first 45 pages. Just, just not a professional writer. Just some guy yeah. writes this. Oh, and that's how we did it. Or if you're... Um... Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, um, you write an excellent story and then you <laughs> just fill it with descriptions of trees and make it the most boring shit ever. I'm like name, isn't like C.S. Lewis tree beard? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, he's this dumbass tree that just rants a lot about useless things. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to make my way through the first book. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's happening, but very very slowly. Boy, howdy, it's happening. Yeah, I had I had Morgan. Morgan was nice enough to tweet at Stephen Colbert for me, um, to ask for an explanation of who the hell Tom Bombadil is and why he's in the book. But he's he J.R.R. Tolkien. What's that? He's J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, I mean, I know he's like a self-insert, but like, why? <laughs> And why doesn't he show up at any other time in any of the other books? I think if you, if we look closely um, at all the stills, there will just be a farmer holding like a pitchfork in the very distant far background of every single scene in The Lord of the Rings. And that's Tom Bombadil. Even nice. just the scenes in Mordor, just yeah, like the you? really close-up scenes. Like, <laughs> just he's like, Considering that his his like close-up scene is not in the movies, that would be <laughs> wild to just have a dude in like a yellow hat 
in the background. Just like, what's from up? Curious I'm Tom Bombadil. What's that? From Curious George, a man in a yellow hat. That's, that's Tom Bombadil. <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, great battle scene, but Tom Bombadil wasn't in frame. He wasn't yeah. in frame. We got to shoot uh, it again. We have to go again. Take it out. I'm up. so sorry. Can't we just edit? No, we cannot edit him in, Carl. Vigo Mortensen, I know you just real. broke your toe, but like we have to film it again. You have to kick the helmet again. I'm One sorry. of my favorite things I learned about the Lord of the Rings was that John Rhys Davis, who plays Gimli, wasn't really a fan of like rehearsing fight scenes. So he would just learn really fast who he'd hit and then just like really hit them like as hard as he could. So, like, anyone who's getting hit with his axe is receiving the full brunt of oh his power. <laughs> That's on workplace-related injuries. <laughs> oh, God. Those movies are buckwild. They actually invented, like, a new type of, like, material um, that, like, is being used in, like, industrial settings because they were like, mm, we want to quickly make chainmail. I wonder how we can do that and like develop the whole new way of making chainmail. And now there's like, it's like being used in industrial stuff. And I'm like, this stuff exists because of movies. <laughs> what is this? A lot Only of technology exists because chainmail. Only chats were chainmail. Why? That's such a like an antiquated form of protecting yourself too. It's like, what if we revolutionize? <laughs> The fishing rod. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Fishing rod uh. 2.0. Why? Movies. I'm going to attach. I'm going to attach a rocket launcher to a halberd. Let's go. <laughs> Fishing. Rocket propelled halberd. I'm going to run a D and D campaign where. Anytime someone attacks, I'm just gonna be like, but you didn't realize that your weapon was attached to a rocket. It flew away. <laughs> I feel oh, like no. those characters would die very quickly <laughs> on account of them not being able to attack anything. <laughs> I ever tell you about the, the first time I ever played like D and D adjacent <clears throat> things? No. Because we called it D and D, but it was it was not because we didn't know any of the rules or how it worked at all. <laughs> So we but just that's the some... best kind of D&D. Exactly. <laughs> we just rolled some dice and made it up. Um, <laughs> but my cousin actually like spent a lot of time before she, because um, she and her sister live in Kentucky and we get to see them like once a year when they come to Kansas. And before they came to Kansas, my cousin spent like what must have been a couple hours, like A, making a grid, like sheet, and B, making like buildings and all of the villains she like drew and cut out. Um, and it was a, a an Italian bistro themed campaign <laughs> because God. a wizard Blank. had brought an Italian bistro to life. And, <laughs> and so we fought a, a calzone golem, a supreme pizza that had gotten a cult around itself and a bunch of breadsticks. And it was, oh God, it was so good. It was so good. And my brother won by um, his character had had um, lead boots on the entire time that did nothing but slow him down. Um, I don't know why. Actually, it was for this power move at the end because the rest of us were all unconscious. 
and he was the only one still up. And he went, I take my turn to take my boots off to show that I mean business. And at that point, <laughs> none of us had remembered that he still had these boots on. <laughs> so he wasted a whole turn just taking these stupid ass boots off <laughs> to show that he meant business. And then he kicked the wizard's ass. <laughs> <It was> so <laughs> that seems like a very Jesse thing to do. Like, hmm, I'm gonna take these boots off to show that I mean business. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. And then he threw um, the body of a dead breadstick named Josh at him. And a it did so breadstick. much psychic damage that he died. <laughs> just mentally, he just hit with the body, just... I, well, done. he was like, Josh! He was so young, and then he fell over dead. I miss D&D. I mean, we would all spend, like, 20 minutes doing individual inspection checks because we kept on failing. Like, but what if I look? <laughs> what if I look? Like, it's just like a long line of people just like cycling through. I think there's something here, but I can't see it. Wait. Lorna, have like, I ever, or anyone, have I ever told you the really weird, like, uh, pee puzzle story that I have from like one of the first times I ever played D&D? I don't think uh-huh. so. Okay, so um, when I first got into playing D&D, I was playing like my first campaign and basically the setup was like my, the people I was playing with, like our characters had come to a town and we were supposed to go to this church to try and find this like archpriest of like this demon cult. And basically uh, when we got to the church, the DM was just like, okay, there's this like really elaborate setup of like how the, he like was really detailed about the room. And it was very obvious that it was like a puzzle room. And then he was like in the middle, there's a really uh, ornate like vase that like you can tell holds water, but it's empty. Um, and you can see that there's like a jug, but the jug is also empty. And so we were just like, okay, we need to somehow fill this with uh, like water. But then he was just like, he was basically trying really hard for us to like get that we needed to fill it with blood. But I just walked up to the fountain and I was like, I pee in it. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, I, I, pee, in the, I pee in the vase. <laughs> and he was like, okay, a door opens like halfway and it's in the wall. <laughs> and, then, and then I just keep peeing in it. And he's like, all right, it opens. Like, and then after, you, man. after we like finished playing the session, I was like, did I fuck that up for you? And he's like, yeah, that was supposed to be like a 20 minute puzzle room. And you just... <laughs> What wilds me out is that like there's a there's a spell for creating water in a container. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know about that spell. I just wanted to pee in something. <laughs> it's called drink water five hours before. <laughs> exactly. It's a natural. A cantrip spell. is bodily functions. <laughs> I cast the cantrip piss. <laughs> piss boy. Piss boy. You're, you're not a wizard. You can't do that. Only wizards can pee. <laughs> What's your D&D class? Well, I'm a piss boy, actually. <laughs> My alignment is piss. <laughs> My alignment is piss boy. <laughs> Chaotic piss. Oh, that's the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. look, I leveled up. Corrosive piss, yay! Oh no, you need to drink more water. Oh my god. Have you guys have you have you guys seen that video where it's a girl crying and she's like, they called me Dr. Pepper piss and then someone goes, because you said your piss looks like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he just cries. He goes, I don't drink water. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> How is that person alive? God. Drowned with the kidney problems because she of She has that. not completed her goal in life yet. She cannot leave this earth until then. She's actually just a piss ghost. <laughs> the next evolution of piss boy. You have ascended to piss ghost. You must die to ascend to the next tier of pissdom. Is 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 piss the new Pangus? I think it is. Oh my god. Fucking last episode when you guys were just fucking making penis jokes for like I went back, it was six minutes. It no. wasn't even jokes. It was just saying penis weird no, for you just six said, minutes. You said penis weird for like three minutes, and then it was another three minutes of you guys just making jokes about the facts that you said it weird. Mm. Was, was Nate on that episode? He was. He was. Okay. That yep. <laughs> was that it wasn't just it wasn't even like Nate really. It was like Brett and Morgan were like right there with it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that is prime like penis. Penis storm. <laughs> like a it's like a sharknado, but a peen nado of jokes. God, I'm glad we're back to the penis jokes. <laughs> I did not bring this up. You're right. I can't blame you. Oh, I'm sorry. Penis. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Stop. We, we need some fresh content. I didn't even... There's a potted plant behind me. It looks like an Alolan Executor to me. If oh, anyone yeah. plays Pokemon. That's what... Because it's like a little tiny yeah. little... Oh, yeah. It's got the hair at the top as well. Hey, Garrett. Yeah. If you If you were a Pokemon, which one would you be? You have to be honest and don't lie. <laughs> Uh, like it's an honest assessment of what I would think or what I would want. What you would think, like in a perfect world, too bad this isn't it. In real world, what would you be? Oh, I'd probably be like a Caterpie or something, like just odd. Caterpie, <laughs> just like the odds are. I think that um, I don't know. I think that you would be like a Hitmon Lee or like a Hitmon mm. Chan, whichever one's a weird brown orb with appendages. Oh, you mean the That's fucking... Hitmon Lee? Hitmon Lee's the like the smooth boy. Yeah, he is smooth. Yeah, or Hitmon Top, but those are very hard to get. Mm. And I, I, I don't know if they occur naturally, just by sheer luck of what it takes. It's something about like the stats when you try to evolve it or something stupid. Yeah, it has to like equal attack and defense. It's. I'm upset that I know that. I love you. Okay, Garrett. Have y'all ever seen the um the new and improved Pokey Rap? That probably is like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it is fifteen <laughs> minutes. And um but like there's like four different like sections to it. Um and the first one goes does like I think like two Pokemon a second. Like it is very fast. Um like- and then he starts talking about weed. Yeah. Yeah. Using using um just basically like here's all the different um like Pokemon names that sound like a euphemism for weed and then just starts like listing them off. Oh yeah, that's like ridiculous because like if they did one a second, it would take over ten minutes, but I don't care to do it. Go home. 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, it like the guy who did it did it at like a live event, and so he had the audience like yell out just like random names of Pokemon at one point, and was like, "That counts." <laughs> <laughs> I will remember those and yeah, not say them again. <laughs> exactly. Well, he had like a screen full of Pokemon names, and it was just like, "Pick one and yell it when I point at you," <laughs> and that counts. <laughs> and so he said. 800 quote-unquote Pokemon names, but he actually only did like like 400 maybe. Maybe. But it was, it's still very impressive. But it is a 15 minute long video without the presentation at the beginning. So. Well, we're proud of him. Yeah. This man's giving like a TED talk for a Pokerap? What the heck? Yeah. Well, it was at like some kind of like Comic-Con or something, like E3 or maybe something like that. And he was like doing a presentation about like how to, I don't know, do do a good job making internet videos, I guess. And he oh, was okay. like, I know, I'll do a better Pokerap. <laughs> and like, talks about like his favorite Pokemon that he traded away as a child and things. <laughs> it's wild. It's oh, very good. Would recommend. Oh, Lorna, that is. Lorna's just doing the like anime <laughs> pro- protagonist when they're going insane face. <laughs> 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 Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> you know, I am an animated protagonist who's going insane. That's who I am as a person. Hey, at least you're the protagonist. Yeah. I have colorful well, hair, so obviously I'm the protagonist. You have to be the protagonist. Yeah, and I'm also going insane, so... If, if I was in an anime, I would probably be, like, the classmate who, like, I don't know just like walks in the hallway like they're always there like they're a recurring character but like they never interact with the main characters you know just like an extra but like you're always there it's the same extra yeah i feel like like that one fish from spongebob that's just in every scene because just they just decided not to draw that many fish (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're the one fish that happens to be in the way of every accident in bikini bottom and just goes my leg I want to be the cool one. He's like kind of green, and I think he's in like a red and orange shirt. He's most famous for the "He burnt my shake" line. <laughs> he burnt my. I like shake. the blue one. That's like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, he's cool. Okay, I'm really sorry to like get off this topic so quick, but I just like that, that us saying my leg like connected in my brain with like if you guys have ever seen a Simpsons movie when the dome is shattering, crushes that one guy, and I'm fairly, fairly certain he says, my leg, unless I'm going absolutely bonkers. I'm pretty sure he does say my leg. I've seen the Simpsons movie a lot. So have I, surprisingly. But, like, is it an homage to SpongeBob? Is there a Simpsons-SpongeBob conspiracy? Everything is an homage to SpongeBob. They're all yellow. (gasps) The radiation from Homer's nuclear power plant that he works at created sentient sea sponges. Bro, we just cracked. We just cracked the code of the Simpsons. You're dang right, we just cracked. <laughs> <laughs> we cracked. We're scuffed. We cracked the code. Simpsons solved. You heard it here first, folks. That's right, we predicted the Simpsons for once. Yeah. Ah! People who were not born when it started airing, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. When did it start airing? Like 1982, probably. Oh, Jesus. That seems a bit early. Yeah, I was going to say it seems a little bit early. 
We have the internet. We can we can work. I'm it out. guessing ninety some. Ninety-five. Eighty-nine. Ooh. Eighty-nine. Dang. All right. <laughs> December of eighty-nine. So like. Yeah, significantly older than all of us then. Yeah, we we weren't even like conceived. Yeah, my parents hadn't met yet by like seven or eight years. Eighty-nine. Cause I'm like thirty something. Yeah, I mean, feasibly. My mom was just graduating college. That's wild. That is wild. That's the sad thing. Is like you think about it, it's like, man, we're gonna graduate college someday, and then we're not gonna be in school. Yeah, I'm getting my master's. So Speak I'll for yourself. I was gonna say, like, I'm gonna be graduating school and then going right back to school. What? You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna get out of school eventually. Yeah. I don't know. And then, depending, I might just go right back to a school. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of school ahead of me. Um, cause I'm getting a master's and then, cause like, I want to work for the FBI. You have to do like five months of FBI schooling. Um, so I'm gonna have a lot of school. Yeah. You might as well just delete your social media now. That yeah, will help was... you get. <laughs> your fellow fed saying... boys will be looking at it. This is true. Well, cause you're not, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to have it. So if you just get rid of it and stop making digital footprints. Okay, well, they all might I'm like you more. is like my tweet that's like, I am a 13th century peasant. I bake bread and worry about the plague. Like, that's all they're going to see. <laughs> that's Joe, I'm going to take through your Twitter tonight and see if I can find anything problematic to send to the FBI. Please do. <laughs> find my FBI, own. FBI, cancel Joe. <laughs> like, don't, don't, like, tell them that he, like, potentially wants to join the Just be like, Here's a problematic tweet that I've encountered, FBI. <laughs> You're the you investigate things. Investigate this young man. Cancel him. You are quite literally the Bureau of Investigation. I'm at it. Yeah, but like think about it, Joe. If you join the FBI, you do have to get like some cool like Ray-Ban sunglasses and a completely black suit and like hang out with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The men in black. Yeah, that's definitely the same completely real government agency. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, no one would know because they would have had their minds wiped. Oh, shit, you're right. Shit. <laughs> you also get to hang out with um, uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, even though I never saw that one. It wasn't good. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Jacob has some strong opinions on things that Don't are worry weird. about it. Uh, well, I mean, I was hoping that it would be good because Thor Ragnarok was excellent, and they were both in that. But that was—I was think that was that was Taika Waititi's influence there. Taika Waititi. Okay, not only is he like one of the best directors, like I've in the last few years, Thor Ragnarok was just an amazing movie in general. Mm-hmm. And has anyone seen Jojo Rabbit? Yep, I've not. Is oh, it is one of. Funniest movies I've ever seen. I'm dying laughing every time. Oh yeah, no, that's not what I thought it was. I remembered um, a movie that came out, you know, moderately recently. It had like a rabbit, but it was cartoony. I didn't see it, but I remember the only thing I knew about it is everyone. There was a group of of moms and such who were very upset with this movie because it was like 
making fun of people with asthma or something like the main character like does something very dangerous to somebody <laughs> to like someone with asthma or something and they're like no cancel this movie Let's as someone with asthma we deserve it i was gonna say yeah people who have asthma basically don't preserve don't deserve rights let's be honest <laughs> It's like they literally woke up and said, I'm going to take God's gift of oxygen and say no thank you. Like, how rude is that? Fun fact, um, my middle school nurse once tested me tested me for exercise-induced asthma. And mm-hmm. um, what that test was, was that I was, short of, I was a little bit short of breath after running in gym. And so they sent me to the nurse and she listened with her stethoscope like 20 minutes after I had exercised and she was like, you're fine. And I was like, okay, (laughs) sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I want to pass out every time I run, but that's cool. That's chill. (laughs) She's like, well, geez, this day's just dragging on. You know, if I make this thing last longer, it'll be like, you know, 2.45 by the time I'm done with this. And then I can take, like, a 20-minute break, maybe eat some saltines or something. Exactly. That's me with when I was working at Walmart. I'm like, okay, how can I do the least amount of work while taking up the most amount of time? And people were like, oh, you got to make sure you're always going or you're going to get ticked for, like, low efficiency. I'm like, I could not care less. This is <laughs> my job. <laughs> My job, my problems. Okay. <laughs> At Dairy Queen, yeah, my eternal question was always, "How many pecans can I sneak before I get caught?" And it was a lot. It was a lot of pecans because I would push it every time, and I would never um, take a lunch break because I we were continually short staffed. And so, if I had taken a lunch break, there would have been one person working. Um, and so, I would just eat pecans <laughs> during my like eight-hour shift. Basically, what Lorna's saying is that uh, she really likes nuts. She loves nuts. I do. I do love, do love nuts. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna finish this off with a fucking ball joke. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, this That's is that high-class humor that you all know and love. High-class humor from people at On The Spot, just penis and ball jokes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nothing to for. do with male genitalia. Ah, uh, representation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing that needs to be represented more, it's the male genitalia. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. Do you know how many 90s movies I would see were like, how we're going to show boobies. I'm like, I could not care. Show me the penis. That's a good idea. Yes. Fare thee well. All right. Stay well, safe, you. everybody. Thank you all Bye. for listening. Love you all. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>